Piecing together breaking news overnight where two are hospitalized after shots fired into a car. Community is in a conversation on how to move forward with the Brent Spence Companion Bridge. The deadline to register to vote in Ohio's March primary is fast approaching. Five on five in five. It is Tuesday, February 20th. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast. Kelly and Steven here with you once again on it with another fantastic day ahead of us. I got the boys home. I grabbed their scooters. We went to the park and I said, go, go. And they went. It's it, it makes such a difference in the entire day when everybody can get outside. I don't know how big your house, your apartment, whatever it is. At some point in the winter, it all starts to feel like the walls are closing walls in. Walls do close. Uh, especially if you have kids. Even just the dog sometimes. I can see her staring <laughs> at me like, I want to get out of the house. So we all did it yesterday. And more sunshine today, heading into the 50s, around 60 tomorrow. And the only real issue this week is Thursday. So rain moves in overnight. This is from meteorologist Randy Rico. Overnight into Thursday morning, could have some thunder as well, so don't be shocked. Uh, the rain will continue through sunset, so yeah, Thursday, she doesn't like to call things a washout, and I don't know that she's officially used that term yet, but plan on some rainy weather. A half inch to an inch of rain. Friday and Saturday will be cooler, but still not terrible, so that's good. And then we warm up for the FCC game on Sunday, the home opener, so we'll talk more about that as we get through the weekend. Yes, and if you're wondering, didn't FCC just finish their season? Yes. The answer is yes. And here they go again. So get ready for that. Let's get to our headlines. Five on five in five. Our first story is one that was breaking in our morning show in West Price Hill. We're still trying to piece together what happened. But what we do know right now is somebody was hit by a car out there. And then that person who was hit returned fire into the car. And what we do know is both of those people have been taken to a hospital. The car ended up actually crashing in between two houses from what it looks like. Um, Responding officers are still trying to piece together what happened. Both taken to UC Medical. Do not know what their conditions are at this moment, but police did have to shut down that area, close it off for a little short time. This is in the West 8th Street area. And like I said, this all happened within the last few hours. So when we get more details and updates, you know, why was this person hit? Why return fire? Things like that. We'll be sure to get those to you on air and on WLWT.com. Next up, there's a bridge that's being built over Ohio. The yes. Ohio River, I should say. When we need it. Yes. Um, we're talking about the Brent Spence Companion Bridge Project, which... Uh, as we learned from Todd Dykes this morning, actually stretches from Dixie Highway in northern Kentucky up to the Western Hills Viaduct. So it's a huge stretch of road that is getting a rehaul to hopefully get traffic moving through a lot more smoothly. But it's a huge project. So uh, it's one of the most traveled trucking routes in North America. Tens of thousands of vehicles. It can get crazy, especially if there is a even a fender bender on the bridge. You're looking at crazy backups. So... Um, Public comment sections. Here's what's happening today and this week. Two in Northern Kentucky today. They're at the Radisson Hotel. If you don't know where the Radisson is, it's that round building that literally is next to the Brent Spence Bridge. Uh, Those are in Covington from noon to 3.30 and then another one from 4.30 to 8. If you, like me, went... I'm not spending three and a half hours at anything on a random Tuesday. I get that. Uh, The actual conversation doesn't start until an hour into that meeting. So um, that gives you a little bit of an idea. But you go, you kind of look at all their displays, you gather your questions. After the official dialogue that they will have, there's the public comment period. Here's the thing. You are not going to be getting an answer to your questions at these meetings. Just know that. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, here's so here, sir. Here's the answer. They're going to respond to you later. So that's one part of it. Uh, The other thing is it's kind of in a speak now or forever hold your peace situation because these are the last public 
opportunities to comment. You have until March to submit your questions. Um, there's one in Ohio on Wednesday and then a virtual one on Thursday. So again, huge project, lots of conversation to be had. If you want to talk about it, if you have questions, now is the time to get those questions in. Yes, because this project is going forward. We're not sure when because the timeline keeps moving around. It does. I'm glad you brought that up because I did forget. Uh, they, I got to think of the exact phrasing that was used. Uh, they were hopeful to have a ceremonial groundbreaking in 2024, but likely wouldn't see any real construction until 2025. I I wouldn't be shocked if all of that gets pushed into 2025. Yes, this is a nearly $4 billion project. A lot of players involved, a lot of people involved, two states involved, along with the federal government. So as you can imagine, big projects takes time. Red tape. Yes, we'll, we'll do our best to cut through it for you and get you answers when they come about. All right, our next story, we are heading down to Covington. Uh, there's staffing levels. That's There's an issue and there's kind of the firefighters union against the city of Covington right now because the city, they cut the minimum number of firefighters allowed on duty from 28 down to 26, hoping to cut down on overtime. The city says that the union claims are overblown at this time, that overtime pay was more than a million bucks last year, saying cuts were needed. However, the city clarifies that no jobs are being lost at the firehouses or um, any jobs in particular. So the department says they are short about five firefighters right now, and they want the city to improve hours and improve benefits so they can be more competitive in hiring versus Ohio versus Indiana, uh, where firefighters might be attracted to other maybe more lucrative jobs, maybe more lucrative benefits. So, you know, an issue between the firefighters union and the city of Covington, hope that they can get that worked out, keep staffing levels uh, good, and keep, most importantly, the city safe. Next up, it's time to vote here in Ohio. Well, in a month, it's time to vote. It's time to register today. You can actually start voting tomorrow mm -hmm. if you are registered. You got to do that first. So today is the last day to register to vote uh, in Hamilton or in Ohio. But for this is for the March primaries. Now, with Hamilton County residents eligible to begin early voting starting tomorrow at the Board of Elections over in Norwood to register to vote, simple identification is required. Valid state driver's license or state ID that includes your name, your birthday, and your address. You will also need the last four digits of your social security number. The deadline to register is 11:59. You can do that online or in person down at the Board of Election office. We'll talk more about early voting then tomorrow. Yes, uh, so uh, in-person registration will end once the Board of Election office closes at probably what, 4.30 or 5 o'clock. But don't forget, I've been championing yes. this all morning long. So I, I waited. <laughs> if you turn 18 by November 5th, so if you are 17 right now and your birthday is in October, if it's in July, you can register to vote today and you can vote in the March primary. Mary. That's just how Ohio works. How it's how Indiana works. It's how Kentucky works. So, if you are somebody who's looking forward to the presidential election, be like, ah, I wish you could vote in the primary. You can. You can. As long as you turn 18 by November 5th, which is the presidential election. Day. I saw King's High School share something this morning about that too. So, I'm sure these are conversations we kind of talked yesterday. I'm sure these are conversations happening in social studies. Do they still call it social studies? We're going to call it social okay, studies. Okay, social studies. Because that's <laughs> what it was date on my schedule in the <laughs> 90s. Um, but I think. Like they are probably focusing on that very much this week, which is a cool thing. Get involved now, early, often. You're going to understand the process. Yes, and Kings also has a very fairly large uh, decision on the ballot in March. They're trying to get their students there involved you go. there. So interesting. Yes, yeah, they're trying to build a new high school up there. So the more people they can get out, hope they can get that uh, whatever decision. Listen, that conversation them. about the young voter is going to be huge come uh, November. I think the number said 
three about three hundred thousand new eligible voters wow. every single month leading up to Wow. It. I think that's what the number was in okay. the story we ran yesterday. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. All right. And our final story of today. Red Spring Training. Not talking baseball, but we're talking conversations about baseball. Which, you know what? I think is the right place to be at the start of spring training because a lot's going to happen from now until they are back in town in March. Yes. So let's let's just meet the players, meet the people involved. Um, Charlie Clifford's been doing an incredible job out there in Goodyear, Arizona, having kind of personal conversations with these folks about, hey, how did how did this how did this go in the off season, or how did you get to this point in your career? It's all very interesting. Um, I'm sure Charlie being out in Goodyear is. Not inspiring him in any way. <laughs> yeah, he talked to Nick Crawl, the Reds uh, GM. I don't know if his title is actually GM, but you know, player development or yeah. something like that. He talked to Andrew Abbott about some donations he made. He talked to um, President of Baseball Operations. President of ba- I knew he knew it wasn't GM. Uh, let's see. He also talked the PBO. To- duh. <laughs> How could I forget that? Um, but recently resigned that two-year contract. Has a brand new baby. Talked to. Why am I blanking on his name? We have Christian and Kosh- and I can uh, never do what that. The, what the flow? Jonathan India. Thank you. Yeah. I could I was Jonathan, I know you are an avid listener of our podcast. I'm sorry I blanked on your name. <laughs> Congrats on the new baby girl. She's adorable. But yeah, Charlie's talking to all the players, just giving a little more in depth on uh, who they are and kind of what they stand for. I love that you just went hair and I was like, Jonathan India, because that's we already are jealous of that baby's hair. Okay, I think that's all. I think we got through all five of them. Excellent. <laughs> it's five on five and five. We're we'll see you back here tomorrow.